Good morning, everyone. Here we are once again. I am Pastor Jack Wilson, and this is You Think? Well, today we're going to talk about what does it take for you to believe? What does it take for you to believe? Very interesting uh, wonderment how people don't believe what's right there in front of you. In uh, Judges 6.1, it says, And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian seven years. What happens when you do evil? The Lord has a response to that. So, and, and that's no matter what. No matter what. The smallest thing, the biggest thing. Of course, he doesn't kill you for the small things, but he will deliver you over there's something that you don't like. Maybe it'll be poverty. Maybe it'll be sickness. Maybe it'll be a relationship problem. But you will be delivered over until you learn. 6.2 says, And the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel. And because of the Midianites, the children of Israel made them dens, which are in the mountains, and caves, and strongholds. And so it was, when Israel had sown, planted their vegetables or whatever, that the Midianites came up, and the Amalekites and the children of the east, even they came up against them. And they encamped against them, and destroyed the increases of the earth, till thou come into Gaza, and left no sustenance for Israel rather sheep nor ox nor ass so they were taking everything that the uh, Israelis who were hiding were planting of course this is all God's plan for they came up with their cattle and their tents and they came as grasshoppers for multitude for both they and their camera uh, cameras <laughs> excuse me they and their camels were without number, and they entered into the land to destroy it. And Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites, and the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. Now, I think that verse is written wrong. All right, don't, don't yell at me now. Of course, it's not written wrong. Uh, the Bible is the Bible. But... Don't you think it goes a deeper meaning? It should say, And Israel was greatly impoverished because of their sin. And God used the Midianites to go against the children of Israel. Judges 6, 7, And it came to pass when the children of Israel cried unto the Lord because of the Midianites, that the Lord sent a prophet unto the children of Israel, which said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I brought you up from Egypt and brought you forth out of the house of bondage. So what's God saying here? First of all, after you go through so much pain and suffering, you start whining and crying and calling on the Lord. Oh Lord, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. Blah, 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 blah. So the Lord comes back and says, Hey, listen, I'm the one that took you out of Egypt. I'm the one that brought you forth out of the house of bondage. I'm the one. Remember that? 
we crossed over the sea and we, we parted the sea and, and they came after us. We closed the sea on top of them and, and, and people just don't get this. And it says in Judges 6, 9, And I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and cut off the hand of all that oppressed you and drave them out from before you and gave you their land. So not only did God save them from their oppressors, but they took their land. Uh, all of Canaan belonged to somebody else. Judges 6.10 says, I said unto you, I am the Lord, your God. Fear not the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell, but you have not obeyed my voice. I, I don't know. Maybe you can tell me. Maybe you can write me an email, 7101 at USA.net. Maybe you could write me an email and tell me why you do not obey God. Now, I know it's a sin. We, we realize that. But tell me why you choose not to obey God when you know obeying Him gives you blessings. This is something we must pay attention to. Are we fair-weather friends? That means, are we praising God when He delivers us, but ignore Him when He blesses? It seems that way, eh? This is what the uh, Jews did. God reminded them how He delivered them out of the Egypt and prom promised that if they obeyed Him, He would protect them. God is always giving them the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth. He's giving them chances. Actually, I guess he hasn't given them chances because these are different generations that sinned and then he forgave them and then they sinned again. It is unfortunate, but it seems that we are closest to God in tribulation. Isn't that true with you? You have problems, you get close to God. You have no problems, all of a sudden you forget them. Like the Jew, we cry out to God in our affliction and we repent. I had been waiting for a check for a long time. I asked God, where is it, where is it? But when it came, it took me a couple of hours before I realized I should have praised God for getting it. That's how it is. We are all right now, but we don't need God when we are all right, do we? This is what the Jews did. God reminded them how he delivered them out of Egypt and promised that if they obeyed him, he would protect them. So again, the people cried out, and he sends a messenger. And this time, it's his son. Judges 6.11 And there came an angel of the Lord. Now folks, whenever you hear angel of the Lord, it means Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was there in the beginning, and he was always there. He's part of the Trinity. 
An angel of the Lord simply means messenger of God. And that's what Jesus was. He was a messenger of God. And so there came an angel of the Lord and sat under an oak, which was an Oprah that pertained to Joash, the Abizrite, and his son Gideon threshed wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. So he was, he was, uh, <coughs> excuse me, he was cutting up that wheat and trying to hide it from those Midianites so they wouldn't take it. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Judges 6.13 And Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And when be all his miracles, which our fathers told us of? Saying, Did not the Lord bring us out of from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. And this is typical response of sinners. We hear children say it all the time. But I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. Gideon has overlooked the fact that the Jews were in sin. They probably didn't even realize they were doing it, but God did. The Lord did not forsake them. They forsook the Lord. And we have trouble in our lives. We ask God, is it me, Lord? That's what we need to do. Is it me, Lord? Have I sinned? Let me know so I may repent of it. And if he shows you nothing, your patience must kick in. And so patiently wait to hear from him because you will. He never forgets his, his people, his chosen. The Lord told Gideon he would smite all the Midianites. And the doubt kicked in. Gideon said his family was poor and he was the weakest one. Then he said, show me a sign. Oh my goodness, show me a sign. Show me a sign that you even spoke with me. The Lord said, wait, now we'll be back. And Gideon prepared a lamb, which means he did believe he was coming back, but was unsure of the words he heard. The Lord came back and set the offering ablaze and rose in the fire. He actually went up with the fire. I mean, how much proof did he need? Later on, God told him to sacrifice a bull and tear down the altar of Baal, which he did and got the whole town wanting to kill him. Gideon's father was wise and told the townspeople that if Baal is powerful, he will avenge himself. This is when he asked for the two proofs, wet and dry. And so it came to pass the same night that the Lord said unto him, Arise, get thee down unto the host, for I have delivered it unto your hand. But if thou fear to go down, go thou with poor thy servant down to the host. And thou shalt hear what they say, and afterwards shall thy hands be strengthened to go down unto the host. Then when he down with poor his servant unto the outside of the armed men that were in the host. Now, now get this. He's talking to God, and God asks if you're still afraid. Still afraid? Man, if I would have seen God, God told me that, I think I would have just, let's do it. But anyway, he was still afraid. And he was told to sneak down there and listen, and I guess he was still afraid because he went down. 
Judges 7.14 says, And this fellow answered and said, This is nothing else save the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel, for into his hand had God delivered Midian and all the hosts. Wow. Imagine hearing that from the opposition. And it was so when Gideon heard the telling of the dream and the interpretation thereof that he worshipped and returned into the host of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord hath delivered into your hand the host of Midian. Finally, Gideon with his band of 300 men were able to win over the Midianites, which were too many to number. So what will it take for you to believe God? Will God send you proof of what he will do? Probably not, because you have the proof written down for you, and you need to choose to believe it. God has written his Bible, his word, so that you would understand that these things did happen, and this was the result of these things. And now, we are in the age of faith. We have to just believe it. Believe it and conquer over evil. Believe it and conquer over our ills, our problems. Believe it and conquer over our sin. Follow God. If you trust and obey, you will see the Lord's way. Remember the song, Trust and Obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. The truth of the matter is, most of us today don't trust, folks. Most of us today don't believe because we don't see. We need to believe because we don't see. If we believe because we see, then what is necessary for us to believe? It's just wrong. God is so good to us. God has showed his mercy time and time again. I needed money today and a, a, a fellow laborer in the Lord sent me money. I didn't ask him, didn't tell him I needed it. He just sent it. Well, I know why he sent it, because God spoke to him and he sent it. You don't believe that happens? It's happened to me over and over and over. God never made me a millionaire, and I wish he did. I wish he did, I give it all away. But that's not the thing. God didn't make me a millionaire because maybe he knows that if he made me a millionaire that I would start squeezing that money out for myself. Now, I don't think I would, but he knows me better than I do. So he hasn't made me a millionaire. But what he has done is at every junction, at every turn, at every point of my need, he has come through. What could be better than that? You know, if I was made a millionaire one time, and then I used that million to to uh, depend on on my lifestyle, what was going to happen, how I was going to live, aren't I using the money to depend instead of Christ? So I've walked these 14 years with Christ in this place, in this place, the Philippines. And he has supplied everything to me, to my church, the blessings that we receive here are not measurable and yet we still need donations and we ask for donations of course we do but we still need donations 
but we never ever miss paying our rent or miss paying for electric or water or telephone or any of those things we always been able to feed the children that come to the church and give out all kinds of things so the truth of the matter is God will touch the hearts of who he will and they will give when he does how about you are you ready to trust God I mean really trust God you know there's so many of you out there that believe in Jesus Christ and he that he was God that he died for you that he was rose from the dead and that he's coming again and and you believe all that and you're saved it's in your heart uh, you may go to Bible study you may go to uh, a church on Sundays maybe Wednesday nights uh, you may go door knocking you may do a lot of things to serve the Lord but you never really did this one thing this one thing that can blow your mind and that's trust him when something happens to you don't worry you ever hear how many times I don't know how many times uh, it's in the Bible fear not and what happens with that fear not an angel appears wow fear not an angel appears angel of the Lord angel of the Lord Jesus Christ fear not I'm here BAM fear not and so whatever it is put it in your heart to fear not that God is going to take care of your needs and if he doesn't you don't need him to take care of your needs believe me there's nothing nothing formed against you that will prosper no weapon at all formed against you will prosper and God will fix what you need can you believe that Lord God teach your children Lord God to have faith in you to love you to serve you to honor you and they can't honor you Lord if they don't believe you if they don't trust you if they're worrying all the time stop them from worrying Lord God and let them put their trust in you and I know you'll show them who you are Lord God that's the sign they will get a response for obedience will be your faithfulness we thank you for that Lord and we pray in the name of Jesus amen look if you want to argue with me or you want to send me a, a note or anything at all uh, email me at 7101 at usa.net that's 7101 at usa.net and until next time god bless